Hey Rockstar, welcome. This is a storytelling platform designed to empower you to build yourself up physically, spiritually, mentally, socially, and financially. Why stories? Because stories live on. They are eternal. They are a powerful reminder of what one can accomplish when opportunity presents itself. So listen carefully, learn the lessons, apply them to the big five, and become the rock star of your industry. Man, that was an intro. Woo! You know, you might want to check your pulse right there. If you don't feel something, then you're not a rock star. But that intro just just, just psyched me up, got me ready, because this is the, your show. If you're a rock star, you're at the right place. <laughs> By the way, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Josafat, and welcome to Hey Rockstar. It is the one show on the internet right now, well, just anywhere right now, that we give you stories that inspire you to grow physically, spiritually, mentally, socially, and financially. Because then we want you to take all this value, we want you to take all this, apply it to your discipline, so that you can then go and become the rock star of your industry. Man, it's Thursday again. It's the best time of the week. I'm glad you guys are tuning in. We got a really, really good show for you today. This is episode 35, and it is an interview with a rock star. But welcome. If this is your first time, go ahead and do the thing, you know, the follow, the share, the love. We love when you do that, and uh, it helps get the word out of who we are and what we're about. We're about sharing value. So let's get on to my guest because my guest is pressed for time. He is a man in demand today. My rock star for you, ladies and gentlemen, is a rock star when it comes to uh, general uh, dentistry. And he's also a mentor and even a public speaker. And you know me being a keynote, I love talking to other uh, motivational speakers and such. So I'm excited. And, and I'm going to read his credentials here because they're very impressive. I don't want to miss him up. So Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please allow me to introduce to you a graduate of Meharry Medical College and Columbia University Dental School, and he is now owner of Nashville's first 24-hour emergency service dental office, which, by the way, is located uh, in Midtown Nashville. Get your hands together for Dr. Dream Dudley. <laughs> I love doing those voiceovers, my man. <laughs> How great, are you, doctor? How great. are you? I'm doing great, man. I really appreciate that. That's pretty oh, awesome. I, I appreciate you coming in because I know that you, well, I mean, first of all, now that you're a 24-hour facility or 24-hour uh, office, I know that we, we, you're just high in demand. And I thank you for making this this window to come and, and just share value, drop some rock star gold to my audience both here in Nashville and globally. So without taking up any more time, doctor, do you just mind, would you mind just, just telling us a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are today? Well, um, you know, I'm first generation, um, uh, youngest boy of nine, uh, kind of, you know, lost my parents very young. So by losing my parents very young, I learned very quickly that you have to pretty much take care of your business and be responsible for yourself, which led me to, you know, different, I can't necessarily say that every um, avenue I took um, was a straight line, 
but fortunate enough, I uh, had some guidance in my life, um, which led me to the dental industry. Um, I, prior to that, you know, coming to Nashville, I had no idea uh, really what I wanted to be. Uh, uh, as a to Tennessee State University, I was able to meet some friends, um, which, you know, they were on the dentistry. I shadowed the dentist. Um, by shadowing a dentist, you know, I saw what he did and how he affected the community and how uh, he affected people's lives on daily. And, and, you know, right then and there, I, I saw the art and the science, and I, I enjoyed both of those uh, uh, particular careers. And um, everything, I fell in love, and I stayed the course, you know. I was starting to be committed to it, and every day I was being persistent. And eventually, you know, I was able to reach that goal. Wow. So you're really strong about community, correct? I am, absolutely. Could you just explain to me or do you mind describing just, you know, what aspects do you believe you, what you do now helps your community? Well, you know, so one thing that I do is try to, um, things that I can affect as a dentist, you know, I go out into, into different uh, schools. Uh, hmm. I give away, I did give away 10,000 toothbrushes every day just to keep people aware of the importance of dental hygiene. Um, uh, I think that by doing that, you know, I inspire other people to want to go out into community as well. It's, it can be as little as just giving away, you know, two brushes to be able to not only, you know, affect your community, but also inspire the youth to want to see that they can also inspire to be that and by the little things. And so I think that, uh, you know, that's just a little thing I do my part uh, in affecting the community. I, I also work with the, uh, you know, youth center where I, I uh, see the uh, the kids that are in the youth center. Uh, I provide dental services for them. I also, I allocate a time for them in the morning uh, mm. where I, I do their dental work and I also mentor them, mentor to them for probably like, you know, 30 minutes to an hour to try to, you know, tell them or inspire them that that's not like the end of the road for them, even though they made a mistake as a, as a, as a youngster, that that's not the end for them and they can do more in life. And so, I, you know, I do my part in that as well. I, I'm a big advocate for mentorship because, I mean, we can all go to school and we learn that certain way, but there's nothing about there's something about just having a, a, like a parent, I guess to me, it's like a like. I don't call it spiritual parent, but it can be. But someone in the in a professional parent that can just kind of walk with you, make time for you, walk you. Um, so when did you see that this was some a, a a path that you could do as a mentor? How important is mentorship to you? Well, you know, I um, to you know not going deep into it, but you know when I was young, you know I was a trouble team. Obviously, I told you I was kind of I lost my parents when I was very young, so I was getting guidance from you know. Uh, my environment, some positive, some negative. Um, but it was very important for those individuals that saw a light in me, that, that wanted to, you know, mentor me uh, and challenge me to do more and do better that, you know, for me to be able to see that I can do more, even though I was in the environment where, you know, the light was dim. And through that, I was able to, you know, at least maintain some level of like, I, I can do better. And eventually I was able to navigate through that and, you know, uh, pretty much try to make something out of myself, you know, and I felt like it's my duty to uh, pass that on. Mm. Now, without mentioning names 
or, uh, or you can give some examples. It's it's totally up to you. But um, have you seen the fruit of that, of, of just giving of your time to, to um, I don't want to say troubled teens, but just teens who, who need guidance? Have you, have you, do you have a few success stories of some who have changed? Um, I have I have quite a few uh, success stories where individuals, you know, they, they didn't know exactly what they wanted to become in college. And some went on to, you know, going to a very uh, high prestigious careers. I have some students that were just, you know, in dental school, well, in undergraduate school that come from a similar background as me ended up going into dental school or graduating either either from dental school, pharmacy school, or medical school, uh, coming out this year to be, yeah, so it's it has paid off, to be totally honest with you. I'm very grateful. <laughs> that is beautiful, my man. Okay, so I kind of, I'm, I'm now like little low-key jealous, because uh, one of my main goals in life is to become immortal. <laughs> and most people are like, what, you want to live forever? Like, no, no, no. Uh, and I don't remember who said this. I don't remember what class I read this or what book. And maybe I've misquoted it since. But somewhere I heard that men don't become immortalized by the deeds that they do, but simply by the people whom they've impacted. Mm. Mm. And you are definitely doing that by impacting more and more lives. Every soul touch, every person you're teaching to fish rather than just giving them a fish, are going to tell the tale of the doctor who gave of his time gave of his of his of his presence and so I, I applaud you for that for for having the vision to do this and 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 going out forth to 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 go um um and just just touch a little bit of, of, of people's lives and help making a difference and you're making a better world and you will probably live longer than me now because you are helping more people oh, wow. in that area <laughs> Well, that I don't know. It, it, I, I never that's what Hey that. Rockstar for yeah. me is all about. I'm trying to impact as many people as I can so that my my story will live on in that area. But um, let's 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 move on forward because again, I'm sure you're gonna have like guests just show up in your office. I mean, do you practically live there, bro, <laughs> brother? <laughs> I always sit. I yeah, like I always see you at the office. <laughs> um, I have slowly. I got some volunteers coming in right now to bag up some toothbrushes. Uh, to give away uh, for this upcoming Juneteenth, uh, we plan on giving away at least uh, five thousand two brushes at this event. Wow. Okay. So let's go with this first question right here. How are you different than anyone else in your industry? Well, um, again, what I, what I try to do is try to provide accessibility um, to my uh, patients. Um, that's why we're available 24 hours a day. I know that other individuals, you know, they work. It was hard for me to uh, get into a dental office when I was in college. And so, you know, some people work kind of weird hours and you will be available to those uh, patients. That's why we're available seven days a week. Um, emergencies after, you know, from 8 a, uh, p.m. into 8 a.m., uh, we do, uh, there is an additional, you know, emergency fee for someone to come in during those hours. But uh, still, to be open to eight o'clock to do regular dental work, you know, that's that's um, more than most offices do. Um, and I also, again, I, I it's it's not really all about the money for me. I just try to provide the best care that I can for my patients. Um, not saying that other dentists are like that, but um, that is one thing I, I pride myself on: assuring that the patient is getting the correct information, the best information that they can, and. Um, you got to get that. <laughs> get it. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no. I'll, I'll, I'll try to call them later. <laughs> Hopefully. 
but it, I'm sure that that's an emergency call at the moment. I'll, I'll call him once we're done with this. No, if you need to get get it, man, I totally understand. Oh, okay, give me one second. Do it. So, for those of you who are, I'll just I'll just talk because I'm I'm good at, at doing this thing. Let me minimize this a bit. Boom. All right. So let me elaborate a little bit more on the helping others. Uh, whenever you get a chance to 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 give of your life, it's not so much of you're trying to be the hero for everyone. It's more of just you genuinely have a desire to pour into others' lives. You, especially if, if if you see someone drowning, and you have the capability to rescue them. If you have the knowledge, it'd be it, it'd be almost like it'd be more like like it's it's such a. a if I if I wanted to help someone who was drowning, if, if I had in me, it's it's the right thing to do. Now, again, most people are scared to be burnt. Most people are scared to be taken advantage of. Most people are scared that, unfortunately, today there's people who are out there just to take, take, take as much as you can. But you can't live in that fear of oh, I can't help you out because I I won't be able to. Um, if I help you out, then then you're going to burn me or you're going to hurt me. You we can't live in that fear. You can't live in that in that limited mindset that someone's out to get you. Um, you got to be willing to to just uh, take that risk and let someone else just 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 help them whenever you can. Give a little bit. Now, again, there's there's wisdom. There's balance. You don't want to burn yourself out. You also need to uh, uh, rest and take care of yourself. But um, as the doctor was sharing, and we we were we got him back now. Are we good? No emergency? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It was an emergency. He's gonna come in at seven o'clock. All right, sweet. Well, um, uh, right now where you're talking about the 24 hour uh, uh, dental services, do you see that's unheard? I mean, other than the ER and and like the the emergency room for for um, for other medical needs. Uh, that's the first I've heard of a dentist, and usually dentists like it could be any time of the day where someone cracks their tooth, or you hear stories of that, like ah, and they're trying to get a hold of their dentist, and they, le- they have to leave a message, and 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 are, are painkillers. But do you see yourself as a like a trailblazer in this mindset of just being um, available to the public's needs? So I don't think I'm the first individual that has done that and like in the, all of the United States, but um, what I do see myself as a trailblazer is, is that I'm actually creating, I, I, I want to make sure that we're creating that niche because you have to, um, People aren't comfortable, you know, with, you will be surprised like how many people just, you know, they'll say, I'll wait till in the morning or they'll go yeah. to the emergency room, right? And incur a, a bill, medical mm-hmm. bill, or then just going to the dental office. The, the physician's not going to be able to do anything except write you an antibiotic and a pain medication and refer you to the dental office. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm trying to do is, is basically create that platform for people to kind of save money on a, on a back end and so, like, you probably, it'll probably cost you at least, at the least, about, you know, seven, eight hundred dollars to go into an emergency room or urgent care. Yeah. At the least. And so, just, you know, you paying an emergency fee for most dental offices, it's probably like $250, $300 for them to come in, plus whatever that fee would be, but it would definitely cost you less than you going to the emergency uh, office and then in turn having to come to the dental office for sure. 
<laughs> so in, in a way, I'm trying to you know also save people time and money. But also, you build that relationship. You you build that bond with with your your clientele because they know they can trust you. Oh yeah, for sure, time. for sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's important. Right now, um, and this, this is one thing you can find out about me when on my show, I tend to take over the show and talk about me when I should be talking about my guest. But uh, as a kid, uh, I had an accident on on uh, my bicycle, and a lot of us were like just jumping this this mountain hill or this this dirt mount. And uh, when I was going up the dirt mount, I hit a rock, a caliche rock. My bike stopped, and I kept going, and I face planted into the bar. Wow! And my brother, my brother-in-law was working close by, and he saw it happen. And I just remember I just kind of sat there, and I saw him running towards me, and I closed my eyes, and then I opened my, I blacked out. I opened my eyes. He's carrying me and running with me, and he's running to my parents' house because I live like a few blocks down from there. And I remember I closed my eyes and opened up again. And now uh, um, my parents were in the car. And I black out again. I open them. And now I'm like in this room with this big bright light. And this guy with like medical gear over me, a doctor. And they just grab these pliers and they just start like pulling teeth out of me. Of course, thankfully, what? they were baby teeth or they were, yeah, they were okay, meant to fall okay. out. But yeah, it was yeah. still, they weren't ready to fall out. But because I smashed my mouth and they had to take them out and, um, and yeah, and eventually they they uh they grew back. <laughs> they yeah, luckily, but, thankfully, that that's just. But I do remember that's that's all my parents had. They took me to the ER. That's all they could do. And the ER, he just saw teeth dangling there. He goes, "Well, they're baby teeth anyway, so let's just take them out." <laughs> so I was like, Which, I had a lot of gaps in my teeth. Thankfully, grow up crooked after that. They they still grew right, great. right, 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 right. But but uh, all right, so. Um, uh, let's go on to to uh, the second question right here. Um, if you could change one thing in the world within reason, what would it be? So one thing that I would like to do um, in this lifetime is basically uh, create a program where kids can brush their teeth at school. I think that um, is very important for you know, like teachers teach you, especially you know, social studies, mathematics. I think hygiene. Is uh, or care of the body is very important. Um, they probably can prevent people from, you know, uh, having diabetes and all these other diseases if they learn about them pretty early. And I think uh, brushing your teeth is one of the main things. Uh, kids, they get breakfast at school and they get lunch. And either one of those times, they don't brush their teeth. And, but mm. how can you tell a kid to do that as they get older if they're not uh, getting that habit when they're young. And I think that they could prevent a lot of uh, caries in, you know, impoverished uh, areas. You know, because dentistry, is, is, it can be easily, a lot of things can be easily prevented if uh, with the knowledge. And I think that just by implementing a program like that could decrease cavities almost down to like, I don't know, 80%, something like that. Wow. You know, I never thought about that. As a kid, I, I would... Uh... I definitely had some dental work done because I didn't take care of my teeth like I should have when I was younger. And now I'm like, hindsight, like, man, that's the one thing I tell my kids, hey, <laughs> you definitely take care of your teeth. But yeah, uh, but you know, like if, if there was teachers telling you that or if you were in school and they was talking to you on fundamentals, then that would just be a you know, no brainer. But, you know, like it doesn't happen, and, you know, and you won't and sometimes you won't get that from your in the house. And so, you know. 
This is definitely an especially because of the diets that we consume in America. Uh, we eat a lot of sugar. And because of that reason, it does cause a lot of caries, cavities. And so, like I said, that can be easily be prevented with, you know, 50 cent toothbrush, 50 cent floss. Uh, right now, I don't know. I was just thinking about your Instagram and uh, some of the crazy videos you've posted on there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk about that. Have you had success in like helping people prevent things by bringing people awareness of what could happen if you don't take care of your teeth? Uh, yeah. So if you, you know, I mean, to, to short, you know, if you don't take care of your teeth, you end up losing for sure. Well, it's like a dentist is like the tax man. You'll pay one way or another, whether you're brushing them. Eventually you can, you can literally break your tooth down to a nub and there'll be a little root in there. And you have to pay the same amount of money to extract the whole tooth as it is for that little piece that you, that you were the same reason, the main reason why you were trying to avoid the dentist, you end up paying for it. Yeah. And so, um, periodontal disease is a very, uh, common disease. Um, Amongst, uh, uh, I can just say Americans, but for sure throughout the world, where you get bone loss and tissue uh, detachment, which causes your teeth to end up becoming very mobile or uh, cavitated. And because of that reason, you'll end up having to have them extracted. Um, common, one of the most common diseases in the world is cavities. And if you don't have them filled, well, if you don't, have a cavity filled is going to lead to a root canal. And a root canal is, is basically the mummification of a tooth. You're going to remove the nerve and the artery to prevent you from having pain. They're going to build it up, but it's going to be like a, a time clock on that tooth. It may last you maybe about 15, 20 years. If you're lucky, a little bit longer than that, but most likely you're going to end up losing that tooth for sure. And so you know, all that can be easily avoided if you just brush and floss, like, uh, so it really just goes into that stage um, where gingivitis leads to calculus buildup, which leads to periodontitis, which we just discussed, which is the bone loss and the attachment of teeth. That's mm -hmm. tissue issues and tooth issues will be the cavity, then leading to a restoration, which is a filling, which that in turn will be lead to probably, if you're lucky, a crown. And then once the crown, you know, ends up being coming defected, and then it will end up having to be the root canal. They have to rootinize the extraction, and either you're going to get an implant or you're going to get a partial. And a lot of people don't like fake teeth, so they'll end up paying for a partial. What could have saved you, you know, an uh, implant is around between thirty-five hundred to five thousand dollars a piece. And most people don't want to pay that. And if you don't replace the tooth, the teeth are going to start to shift for sure. Ah, uh, okay. So that's the important thing. Once you lose a tooth, you need to put something in there or else. 100%. Okay. Well, no, no. I was like, I'm trying to give hope to those who haven't taken care of their teeth. And now like, well, I want to fit. Now that I have money, I need to fix my teeth. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Are there things that we can do for that? <laughs> or you for just sure. Absolutely. <laughs> having an ugly mouth the rest of your life. <laughs> I mean, you literally can replace, you know, they got all on four dentures where they put implants in your mouth and then, you know, but it's nothing like your natural teeth. Right. True, true that. Um, my dad has his all his natural teeth, and he's already like flirting with. He's like in his eighties, and I'm wow. impressed. I'm impressed that he still has all his teeth. Well, I mean, he 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 might have lost one or two molars, 
um, because he did mission work for a while and really didn't take care of his teeth then. But I do remember my grandpa. My grandpa had false teeth. But mm. uh, I didn't know that as a kid. And whenever we take long tri- trips on on to just to go family vacation, he'd fall asleep with the mouth open, and before you know it, his 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 tooth would just or his front tooth <laughs> dentures just fall down. I'm like, it would scare me. Like, what the heck? And then he would he would take that. He'll play with me. He goes, hey, you better behave. You better you better listen to your parents. I didn't listen to my parents, and this happened because I didn't listen to my parents. And like how? Like I'm not gonna explain how. It just Make sure you listen to your He scared me. My Be grandpa. Good. Are you going to be Oh, but he's yeah, got, he went through a lot of growing up as a kid, but he wound up having to use uh, dentures. But other than that, it was just, uh, those are stories that I remember from my my childhood. Yeah. Uh, we even buried him in those dentures. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, all right. Let's, let's ask this question. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Um, in the next five years, I would like to have, you know, expanded my office, um, created other job opportunities for dentists that are graduating, Okay. kind of mentor them into business, um, that they can, you know, end up owning their own practice, put in, know how to put in systems, you know, to make it easier because it's hard. They don't really teach you a lot of business in dental school and, and creating an opportunity and platform for those individuals that are graduating to kind of ease into it to become because uh, a lot of questions are taken, you know, to take over dentistry and it's important to, uh, you know, keep it private from my perspective and doing basically mentoring uh, students. Oh, and well, young professionals into yeah. the field and the career that I can basically empower them to be able to run their own business. And in the next five years, I would like to, by doing that, I would expect it to expand my business as well. Cool. So, you going to stick around here in Tennessee or are you plan to? Yeah, or... absolutely. I'll be in Tennessee for, for, for a while. For quite a while. <laughs> as long as a guy giving me breath, you know. No. So... so you mentioned earlier at the beginning that uh, what caught you, what attracted you to dentist work was the artistry and the creative in this. Uh-huh. Uh, do you are you a creative? Do, you, do you, are you an artist? Yeah, absolutely. I you know when I was young, I used to whittle sticks. Oh, um, yeah, we try to create all different types of like uh, snakes out of sticks, um, you know, whatever. Like we would just carve them out, and so I was always good with my hands. Uh, come from a family of kind of artists. My dad paint. Uh, he painted a lot. He did a lot of carpentry. Um, so we've we've always you know worked with our hands. And um, yeah, I was um, you know just kind of writing a list down of the things that I like to do. Kind of led me into the field of science, and then. Because uh, I'm always an analytical thinker, I like to learn. Although it's always continuously, you know, evolving, and in doing that, I can be able to, you know, have a career to where it's continuously evolving. I can grow everything, and so um, I said, is you know, being able to talk to someone, you know, like meeting new people every day. I enjoy that of, about dentistry, and and you know to. Basically, to a person to have no tooth or, you know, and, and put something there for me. I mean, like to see a person 
face when you know or when they haven't had dentures for like years they haven't had teeth in their mouth people cry a lot man like it's, it's very personal um the psychology behind it some people had issues when they were a kid maybe they had crooked teeth maybe they had gaps in their teeth maybe you know, had missing teeth and you were able to just change life with your skill and i think that you know i'm blessed to be able to have god giving me the opportunity to provide that for people to be totally honest Man, so we need to add like your therapist, your psychologist. <laughs> you, yeah, you yeah. are an artist. Uh, you have so much going. Another thing that that I wanted to ask you um, before we go on to the final questions that I have set up for that I like to ask, and if it's okay with you, um, I heard the grapevine, and when I was there, I, I I like to associate with everyone in your office whenever I go visit um, that you started a mentorship program with um am i allowed to, to talk about this with 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 prison teens am i allowed to talk about that prison teens yeah did you started a a program to help them out yeah 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 remember i told you earlier so i had those kids coming in oh in the okay. morning oh uh, we said prison uh, we said we said something else uh, so so okay there are two different groups okay i, I, I provide services for young teens and I provide services for men getting out of prison. Ah, so oh, wow. so men that that I know uh, volunteering at the National Rescue Mission, a lot of those individuals that end up in those programs, uh, you know, um, have gotten out of rehab and their mm. teeth are, you know, kind of, you know, erect because of their past. And they're not confident in going back into work. And and when I was there, I, uh, I raised a lot of money to be able to provide some of the services for them so they can get dentures and, you know, get crowns and wow. so forth. And I said that I would do that if I got my own practice. So I've been working with the uh, National Dismiss House, uh, which is basically uh, a additional home for uh people that have done, you know, some time, they're trying to get acclimated back into society. And I think that it's very important to, you know, not discard people, everybody needs, you know, second chance. I was yeah. given second chances, you know, and again, you know, uh, talk to the kids. Again, you know, they're kids and, you know, a lot of times they, they take on labels um, that society has given them and they're doing it so young and they have so much time, so much life to live, you know, there's, you know, like, Maybe I don't know what their circumstances are. Some, you know, mm -hmm. I, I don't really think any kid is genuinely bad. They just don't have people in their lives that can, you know, mentor them in the right way. Yeah. And, um, you know, just making sure that I'm providing that time, you know, for them and genuinely talking to them and seeing what direction, you know, that they want to go in. Some of them, you know, since I've talked to them over the time that they've been in there, uh, they've, uh, obtain their GED or obtain their high school diploma. They're thinking about going into trade school. And, um, you know, some of them say once they, you know, matriculate out that they will try to, you know, come and work with me or work for me. Someone want to go into marketing, things like that, just giving them hope. And, and uh, again, a place where, you know, light is dim sometimes, you know. And so if, if, if I can be that beacon for them, I'll be that. Dude. That is that is awesome, that is way more than 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 I that I that I had heard from you, uh, just because 
there's such an importance, and I shared this on Monday. I have uh, a little mini, mini, mini shows that I call minisodes, and I talked about change your perspective, and mainly the perspective that you see yourself in, and it has a lot to do with identity. You know, a lot of people have an identity crisis because they identify with their past failures. And mm-hmm. I've, I've shared this with you that you need to stop. You need to detach yourself from that past failure and start bringing in things to add that confidence to build yourself up to become a rock star, basically. And then start walking in that truth, that new truth. And, 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 and but it, it all starts with that identity. But I never even considered that a lot of people can't reach that identity because the, the scars of their past are evident physically like mm-hmm. teeth or something like that, that mm-hmm. you need mm-hmm. to, yeah. if you could just change that a little bit, that gives you just enough of at least the physical confidence to move yes. forward. Or like, um, I was talking, uh, yesterday I had dinner with a friend and, um, I rewatched the movie. Um, I can't remember, uh, suicide squad. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I'm a Will Smith fan. I, I like Will Smith in anything, but in, in, in this movie, um, the guy called Diablo was talking about, and spoiler alert, if you guys haven't seen Suicide Squad, um, sorry, I'm going to spoil this for you, but Diablo was talking about how he was just, he couldn't be, he he, 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 he was a bad guy because he accidentally killed his family in his rage. And the girl who played Harley Quinn or Harley Quinn looked at him, he goes, well, you need to own that. Well, she said some other stuff. She goes, you need to own the fact that you did this, own it and move on. Mm-hmm. Use it to to learn and move on. And and I was talking to 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 my friend that to me, you know, whatever we become, whatever we have, you know, don't don't identify it, but own it. For example, uh, whenever I hit that depression and I gained all that weight, I didn't blame my circumstance to whatever caused the depression. I blamed it on me. Like I own the fact that I allowed myself. I I I I allowed myself to. To, to gain the weight, to to fall into this depression. I allowed myself to 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 just not take care of myself and I am not happy with what I am. But I own it. I know that I did that. So now that I since I did this, I can also change it. And I can now start moving forward towards changing. I mean, I've been working at it. It's a long process, but I'm still faithful because I owned my past failures. I own my mistakes because I know I made them. Intentionally I made them, but I'm moving forward. It's not me. It's where I was, and now moving forward. So the importance of of just uh, changing your mindset, changing your your that ability to just 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 get out of your own self to go towards where you want to go. If that makes any sense, my brother. I know yeah, we've talked about stuff like that. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a hard thing to do, but once you do that, you can pretty much accomplish anything. Yeah, yeah, and of course, yeah. to be able to change physical attributes like that. Man, I, 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 it's a start. I it's a start. It's a, it's a start. Like, I know, I know. Like, I, um, I can tell you multiple stories of, of clients that, you know, I can just, they hold the way that they walk, they hold the meaning just change instantaneously. It just happens. When you can look at yourself and feel pride in yourself, it's a mm. powerful thing, man. And I didn't mm. really, even I didn't realize the power of that until I be came with dentists like you know i got into it because i'm like oh, this thing was nice oh, i can help people not really understanding the psychology behind it until i actually got to the field i'm like wow this is really life-changing like mm. you know get the confidence to to approach the world in the way that they feel necessary like and some you know some people you know some people don't need it but for those who do this is the, yeah. we provide that opportunity so, 
No, I appreciate you uh, sharing. Um, I'm gonna I'm about to ask the, the the final questions. We've got about third. Oh, we've, oh we got more than a half hour of, of, of good value. Because I, I know you you have you have you have people about to show up. So yeah. to 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 begin to wrap this up the show, um, one of the questions that I like to ask every guest, and um, I've kind of already shared this with you, is what uh, disciplines or habits have become canon in your everyday? Well, so every day I wake up, take the time to uh, speak in gratitude, for sure. I literally take about five or 10 minutes to, you know, be thankful that I'm breathing, that I'm walking, that I'm thinking, that I'm in a position that I am. And, you know, that way I can be grateful for what I do have. Um, I settle my mind. Uh, I then think about what I want to do for that day, what I plan on, what I plan on accomplishing the goals that I would like to reach. Ideally, try to visualize myself doing that. There'd be a procedure. Like, you know, and I had to learn, I had to, I took a time, you know, saying to train myself to ensure that I'm doing this, these things. And then I check my uh, bank account see what how things are like making sure that my business is being taken care of things are being deducted out taken in and so forth and check my emails uh, and I write down a list of the things again that I plan on accomplishing I put it on a, on a sticky note and then I make it happen and then once I accomplish, I accomplish those goals that I wrote down that day I feel like that was a successful day That's just bit nice. by bit I live brick by brick I live by the saying brick by brick every day, just trying to do the best work I can for my patients and accomplish every mini goal that I that I that I can that I set forth, the big ones and then the little tiny small ones. And then, you know, that empowers me to know that, you know, at least I'm moving a little bit forward. And I do the daily daily routine. You uh you create momentum. And that's momentum. You just keep going, man. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it because you say a lot of things that I also agree with. And, and I've shared with you the uh, the me plan, the meditation, and then execute, then repeat. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's just a powerful yeah. plan. But it's. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, that's why when you it. said it to me, remember, I, we had a, I had a moment in space. I'm like, wow, there's not many people that get that, man. Like, I, I, you was, you said it in a way that I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, that's that's it right there. That's That's the plan. And I've had to do, I was working on my speech and I had to re, as I was re speaking it towards me, when I hit that part, something hit me like, hey, I, I right now I need to take advantage of, of what, of these words. And I, as I was putting to, as I was talking my talk, I was putting my life where I'm at right now and, 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 uh, doing the meditation and doing the work, just doing the work. And I'm like, all right, it's time for me to make new moves, move forward. I mean, I've enjoyed this season, but it's time to move forward because the rock star in me is calling me to go and do greater things. And so a lot of other things, opportunities are starting to happen. And I'll share with you later on yeah. after the show. But, uh, okay, next question. Next question that that that, um, that I like to ask all my guests is, um, what little bit of advice or what first step could you recommend that, my, that our audience can now uh, take and put into practice so that maybe they can eventually become the rock star of tomorrow? Just one little bit of advice. You know, I think I had this conversation conversation with you, what I try to tell when I mentor people, um, I just live by the uh, uh, acronym that I created, CPR, um, to where you're 
We love acronyms here. Uh, whatever you want to be. And I, I didn't ever, I didn't tell you this. Well, the CPR is how do you breathe life into um, something that you want to become or, or um, you, one, you have to be first committed to that. Uh, and that means waking up every day, taking a little bit by bit, brick by brick, you know, like laying a foundation to that. And then the P being being persistent, the persistence being not just being consistent, but being persistent because, you know, that's that's uh, pursuing and, and, and having the fortitude to keep going even when there's obstacles in your way. And then after you, you know, you become committed and you become persistent, eventually you're going to reach a goal that's bound to happen. And then you have to be uh, resilient. Mm. And that is um, your ability to uh, uh, come back to form. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you're trying to maintain whether it be your uh, business or what you're doing, you're going to be, days are going to be bent out of shape. It's going to be days where you're going to be stretched and, and, you know, stressed. And you're going to have to have the ability to come back to your original self to perform at the same level you was you were before, if not at a higher level, in order for you to be able to maintain your position. And so you have to be resilient. The ability to come back to your original form after you've been stretched and or, or strained. And so that's CPR. Be committed, be persistent, and be resilient. That's the simple pearls that I would drop. Ladies and gentlemen, he just dropped not just pearls, he dropped some raw star gold. That's what I like to call the value yeah. that my guests bring to the show. Oh man, Dr. Dudley, it's been an honor, a pleasure having you on my show. The last question I like to ask everyone if you want to be found, <laughs> besides the, how can people find you? You can find me um, on my uh, IG, which is. Um, Nashville smiles up, uh, or smiles up Nashville. Oh, I should uh, tag that one instead of your personal one. My bad. Oh, either way, or the DOCC06. Follow me there as well. I, I, you know, all my content is clean. This is my personal life. This is my person. This is my life. It's it's, it's scary, but it's clean. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the teeth some people's teeth it's scary but it's clean content <laughs> yeah 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 man you know there's more content to come in the future so you know i would love uh, for more followers i really appreciate that and again man i really appreciate you having me on this platform it's amazing man i love what you're doing and i hope you continue in great success brother uh, oh man i appreciate your time i'm gonna go and close the show down i'm, I'm gonna leave you on uh but i also just want to say that uh, the uh the instagram the hey rockstar instagram I only use it to follow my guests so that people who go to the show, they can they can have my find my guests easily. So I'll be I'm, I'm sure I'm I'm following one, but I'll follow the other one, the the uh, the, the the smiles one uh, as soon as we're done with the show. But um, everyone, thank you for tuning in on ep tuning in to Hey Rockstar episode 35. It was an interview with a rock star with the one and only highly acclaimed Dr. Dre Dudley. I love this little button, man. This has been like the coolest thing yeah, I've, I've yeah. purchased recently. I love it. I need mean that. But um, again, uh, Hey Rockstar is an affiliate with Low Budget Productions. If you have Instagram, if you have Facebook, 
check them out. Low Budget Productions is spelled with a um, it's spelled with a, a duck in it. It has something to do with the way we grew up. But basically, in under under that umbrella, there are other podcasts that you can check out. Be entertained. Be um, just just have value added to you. And if you are a podcaster and you just don't know where to start, reach out to us. We're constantly helping and mentoring and just showing people how they can help tell their story via podcast. Or if you want to do a live stream, I already know how to do that too. So reach out to us and that's low budget productions. So once again, um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to Hey Rockstar. Uh, We are so glad that you took the time to let us into your homes and for letting us into your cars and for letting us into your hearts so we hope that you take all this valuable information apply it to your disciplines so that you can then go become the rock star of your industry so all the way from nashville tennessee this is uh doc dr dr dudley and host familiano and miguel's back there doing his thing we just want you to have a great night and until next time much love and many blessings Peace. Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Look at you accomplishing things. (laughs) Like the podcast? Then try catching us live next time. For now, the Hey Rockstar live stream is aired every Thursday. Hey Rockstar is affiliated with Low Budget Productions. Go to Facebook, like and follow LVP's page to learn more about the other amazing podcasts under their umbrella. The energetic rock background music is by Anwar Amar, also known as Music Today 80. Josafat Emiliano is a keynote speaker and mentor. To connect and invite him for your next event, go to his Instagram and direct message him at Josafat Emiliano. That is J-O-S-A-F-A-T-E-M-I-L-I-A-N-O. So take the big five and go live life as a rock star.